fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The White House. The White House, according to the press secretary, Jen Psaki, talked about the Joe Rogan experience. The White House, and I'm quoting, wants more done by big tech companies to suppress the misinformation on their platforms. This is a clear example of a violation of the First Amendment. The government has no right or any power to press people, to suggest to people, to push them into violating speech. But that's not all. I'm going to explain not only that, but who's really behind this Joe Rogan, uh, this Joe Rogan boycott? How did this happen? Who's really behind it? And Whoopi Goldberg, also, in 60 seconds. Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. The best thing that we can do is launch a parallel economy. That means we're not dependent on people who hate our guts. Take our money to build a new world order and hate us. Get out of big mobile, please. Patriot Mobile is there. And America, you have to understand these companies are working against you and your children and your rights. And they do it and we can prove it. They put their money where their heart is. And their heart, believe it or not, at least with Verizon, is Planned Parenthood. You can't fight all day for right to life and rights. And then every time you make a phone call, you're helping pay for Planned Parenthood to kill babies. That doesn't make sense. Patriot Mobile is putting their money where their heart is. And that's the First Amendment, Second Amendment, Third Amendment, all the amendments. They are actually down on the ground in the trenches with us. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Get free activation with the offer code Beck. Veterans, first responders will save even more. You could save up to half of what you're paying Big Mobile. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. So, (laughs) uh, I keep coming back to this idea. You're still back on last hour. Yeah, last hour. this hour to cover. I know. Well, there's more to this, I think. (laughs) Okay. The last hour we talked about, you know, potential economic collapse and and everything. And one of the reasons why, because, you know, look, you're well known for predicting economic collapse at all times. Um, Uh, uh, But (laughs) that's just your persona. Yeah. (laughs) You know, but this is a different thing. You're making an obviously a very specific case here. And one of the reasons why I think this one connects to me and it feels at least more imminent is because. It doesn't feel like we really paid the price for what happened through the COVID era, right? Now, if you're a, you know, a local business person, you own a bar, went out of business, you certainly feel like you paid the price. A lot of people individually paid the price. But I'm talking about like the nationwide economy. We Well, let's put it, let's let me just shore up what you're saying here. Sure. We thought 11 trillion dollars was really bad debt. Mm-hmm. We we thought $21 trillion is a really bad debt. Today or yesterday, we crossed the $30 trillion threshold. 
as our national debt. That's bad. And, you know, never thought it would accelerate the way it has. You know, so you thought, well, this economy, I mean, we can't keep spending this way. But now we're not spending that way. We're spending crazy amounts of money. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. So we've been doing this show for you know 20 years now. Yeah. And throughout that time, we both had, I think, a thesis, generally speaking, of what a, a large government and a large amount of debt meant, mm-hmm. which was over time, we are going to hit a point that we cross that we can't pay it off. We can't turn it around. And it feels like we kind of have already crossed the line of we're never going to be able to pay it off. But we hadn't hit that point where it was so catastrophic that we couldn't still mull our way through things and still grow and with innovation. And, you know, there was still some theoretical hope out there. And I don't know, in my mind, and you may have had a different timeline on this, but before COVID, I had this picture of like, at some point in my lifetime, we're going to hit this level spot and my kids are really going to have we've always said like your kids are going to have to pay for this your grandkids at some point coming soon to a theater near you we're going to hit a point of debt that is insurmountable and causes real world cataclysmic problems and despite what we've done for the rest of the world they will not forgive our debt no no and so that was coming in i don't know 10 20, 30, 40, I don't, before 2050, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Some point in the medium-term future. This is not a thousand-year problem, but it's not tomorrow either. That's how I've been living. However, with that thought was a, an expectation of normalcy, right? Where we are increasing the debt here and there. We add a program here and there. Uh, uh, you know, We have a, a crisis here or there that increases the debt, but it's not covid covid is it hits us and has its real world uh, impacts on people and such but then also has us spending nine ten trillion dollars the fed dumping seven eight trillion dollars into the economy that's all what at once tell- in a year or two that's what they're telling you that's what just what they're telling us yes it is 1.6 trillion dollars currently 1.6 trillion dollars every single week every week that they are now pumping into the financial markets on a payback of 30 days or sorry 90 days if they pay it back where is that money going 1.6 trillion every week and that's on top of the giant bills that we discuss correct routinely it's on, it's it's on top of just what the fed is doing on a, on a day-to-day basis it's on top of, of the all verified, the stuff that happened before Biden even became president. Correct. On top of what we now know because of a Freedom of Information Act, what they did 12 years ago when the Fed said, yeah. we gave the banks $5 trillion to bail them out. No, they didn't. And the money went around the world as well. They gave $30 trillion. $30 trillion. So that, remember, that's our entire national debt. Well, the Fed also, in by 2010, had already added to their balance sheet. They keep saying it's seven. No, they gave because of a Freedom of Information Act that we had to wait 12 years for or 10 years for. They actually gave the world 30 trillion. 
So we know that it was worse before COVID than we knew. Yes. We know that COVID is worse than they're telling us. And we also know that while there was particularly short-term economic shock at the very beginning of this, um, we did have that. But generally speaking, we're back to normal unemployment levels in theory. We're back to <laughs> a good stock market number. We're back to... All of this is theory. And, if but, you believe their numbers yeah. and you look at the stock market and you don't think, hmm... Uh, how many trillions are going to, you know, J.P. Morgan? Right. How much? How much? How many trillions are being dumped into the stock market? Is that number even real? Right. But I, I, I'm, you're picking apart yeah, the way okay. I'm setting this up. But, right, but I'm what sorry, I'm trying. I'm sorry. No, no. I, I think you're making good points here, and I, they are important. But my point is, it hasn't felt like the catastrophe have you would have expected yes. if I told you in January 2020. We are going to completely turn the economy off for a year uh, or at least most of it for a good chunk of a year and then trickle back into life where people are being paid by the government to not work, right? Not just normal unemployment, but incentivizing them to stay home to the point where people are offering thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of bonuses to fast food workers to come mm -hmm. back, please come back. Right. All of the craziness that we're seeing there, we have not felt the pain of the, the scale of what COVID was to this country. That's by design. You can't right. feel it. Right. They know they can't, you, we can't feel it. That's why I've been saying since 2019, there's something wrong in the financial sector mm -hmm. that started, you know, started with $150 billion a week loans to these banks. And it went up to a trip. April 2020, they were giving loans for 90 days to these financial institutions of $1 trillion a week. It's been 96 weeks since then. So that's $96 trillion that has been pumped into these banks for some reason or another. And now we find out that it's actually not $1 trillion. It's $1.6 trillion. Mm. So the way you as a household have these moments, right? Let's say you're short of money. It comes to December. You take your credit cards out. You buy Christmas presents, right? Mm -hmm. You can do that for a while, for a while and, and, and maintain the lack of pain. Through Christmas, because you have credit cards. Right. Got to pay it back eventually. We all know that. What, what we've seen here is my, I think, the general conservative's idea of massive spending out of control over the next several decades that gets us in trouble, but all jammed into a two-year period. Correct. So, you know, it seems to me, and I keep coming back to this way of thinking, is if we somehow are able to navigate this without any pain... And I don't say any pain, but without the amount of pain you'd expect. Without the Weimar Republic. Without something crazy and real dis economic destruction. Either our analysis of debt as a whole was wrong oh, yeah. or did not take into account enough variables. Either uh, von Mises. Right. Maybe these the guys road are all to serfdom is all wrong. Maybe MMT is completely right. Uh-huh. Huh. We've never seen it happen it's before. It's never happened. Never worked before. Okay. So let me just break this down on 
bare minimum, and this isn't coming from me. This is coming from Larry Sa- uh, Summers. You you know who he is. Oh yeah, I mean, he's a, a very smart economist. He's you know a, left a, more on the left, but a, a, a very very smart person on Correct. the left. I don't think he is the one that is going to slow down spending. You know, I don't hire him as a hawk. Right. But he also is reasonable. And he is the one that went to the Biden administration as a left wing advisor, was a Mm -hmm. big Obama uh, advisor and cabinet member and went to Biden and said, guys, stop this. You're going to have out of control inflation. Okay, so Larry Summers sat down with a congressman that I talked to and it was a, you know, open conversation. So I'm not revealing any secrets. But he sat down with this uh, congressman and they had a conversation and he said to Larry, so tell me the truth, what's coming? And he said, bare minimum, baked in, no way out, bare minimum is 10% inflation for the next 10 years. That means if you have a dollar today in 10 years, that just from inflation, whatever you have in your bank account, will be worth 34 cents. Every dollar, 34 cents. So they're going to be taking 76 cents out of every dollar. 66. Or 66 cents out of every single dollar. That will impoverish this nation. And that is the guaranteed best scenario from Larry Summers. Okay, that's pretty bad. Now, how about if it's worse? Hmm. This is why, remember, they don't have... You know how it feels like they can't be this wrong. Everything they do does not help us, right? It's not, they're never wrong in the other direction. We never have a good surprise from the people in Washington, do we? It always seems to be like, wait, what are you doing? And so many people have been led to think maybe they're against what we're for. No, they just see the path out of this radically differently and they will not tell you because they think you're stupid and you will slow them down they don't want democracy they don't want a republic they have their plan and they're moving forward with it they know that if we made it 10 years and people have 34 cents for every dollar that kind of inflation nobody is going to be they're going to all be voted out quickly okay that's the best case scenario that they're all voted out. These people do not intend to keep capitalism. They are working on something called the Great Reset. Joe Biden talks about it. This is out in the open and we refuse to listen to it. They're not trying to fix us. They're trying to transform us. And the only way you can do that is if people are in so much pain, they'll take anyone that will bail them out. So they have to collapse the dollar to make this work. I really, truly believe the acceleration is because we're waking up. You got to collapse the dollar. Remember, read Janet Yellen. 
read what the Treasury has on their own website about moving from a, a paper dollar to a digital dollar. Why do you think all of a sudden they're coming after Bitcoin? Why is the IMF coming after Bitcoin? Do you really believe it's because people use it for bad things? How many of our dollars have traces of cocaine on it? <laughs> it, 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 it it's makes ridiculous. Zero sense. Cash unless, is much worse. Right. Unless you are actually trying to collapse it so you can start something new. Remember, they always have a solution to the problems they're creating. This is the Great Reset is their solution. And once you start seeing that, you will then start to say, okay, all right, I'm going to be part of a force that fixes that. I'm going to fix that at least in my own household so my back isn't up against the wall. Do not take a dime from the government. Don't take a dime from them. All right, more in just a second. Rough Greens. Uh, I got Karen writing in today. She says, uh, my super allergy, um, uh, allergic, uh, super picky dog is finally eating much better than he used to. He's also playful again. It was so sad to see a three-year-old dog lying around just being there. He never seemed to have any energy. Now he's starting to engage so much more. He's right there with the rest of the pack to greet us when we come home or when we wake up in the morning. I'm so pleased with the way he's coming along. Thank you for Rough Greens. Rough Greens not a dog food. It's a supplement that you sprinkle on the food. Dogs love it because it tastes amazing. And meanwhile, they're getting all the vitamins and minerals and other things that are going to contribute to a healthy life for them. By the way, I've gotten so much email on uno because we had to have a tumor removed uh from him uh and it came back and they said i guess this kind of tumor could be either cancer or not cancer but they said that it was surrounded and isolated and hadn't spread at all so he's going to be fine thank you for worrying about him uh, rough greens get your free bag of rough greens now roughgreenscom slash back roughgreenscom slash back or call 833-GLEN-33 833-GLEN-33 roughgreenscom slash back 10 seconds station ID Okay, so let's talk about what is happening with freedom of speech, because remember, the thing that they have to have for the Great Reset to work is they have to have cash running through the financial system. It has to be run through the financial system to the government so they can direct where the dollars go. Uh, that's one reason why you should be in a savings and loan. Um, the... The other thing is they have to be able to silence the voices that are telling you things. I believe, I truly believe that in a financial collapse, it's going to be very difficult to find me. It is not happenstance, and it is not because of any other view that I hold that you can uh, searches, you can barely find me now on YouTube. You can't find the stuff. I have over 100 videos on The Great Reset. They will never come up in your playlist. Never. You have to search for them. That's why yesterday we put on YouTube, on under playlists, 
uh, everything you need to know about um, the Great Reset. Uh, you're going to have to search this stuff out. It is shocking, shocking the way this is being uh, held back from people and stifled. So I don't think those people are going to have a, uh, a voice to be able to warn you or tell you what's going on when it begins. So that brings me to Spotify, the White House, Whoopi Goldberg, Joe Rogan. Who's actually behind this stuff? What's actually happening with Joe Rogan? You can say, well, these doctors, you know, they sent. Did they? Did they? Are they doctors? Really? Mm hmm. We're going to give you the results of a, a really industrious journalist that dug into that. That little list of doctors. You'll never guess where it traces back to. The Glenn Beck Program. So you have that one place in your house, right? Place, you know, where you go to eat snacks without getting caught. Is it just me? Anyway, um, if you love a great snack, I've got a sweet tooth that will challenge yours to any battle. Um, it, is, um, it is hard to lose weight. It's hard to just... Eat the things that are good for you if you have a really bad sweet tooth. And I have a really bad sweet tooth. Now, uh, I don't have to worry about it. I have built bars. I'm trying to lose another 40 pounds um, this year, and I'm doing it with built bar. It is, again, difficult for me to lose any weight because I get to the end of the day or sometime during the day, and I just need something sweet. They have real chocolate. Built bars are real chocolate. But they have like 120 calories. They have two to four carbs. Um, and they're good for you. They have high, high protein and all the stuff that you need. Please check them out. You're going to love their flavors. Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Get 15% off your order. Promo code BEC15. Built.com. Head to glenbeck.com. Put it, get in your order now for The Great Reset by Glenn Beck. It's at glenbeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck program. So let me give you a couple of stories here and tell you what's really going on. Uh, if you look, and luckily we are in a place and a time now where people know it and they're sick of it. They're just sick of it. They're sick of being called racist and everything else. Those things are not working anymore. Joe Rogan is now a conspiracy theorist. That's going to be broken soon, and I think he's going to beat this. Now, there was a, a journalist that wanted to prove what we all knew. This isn't real. This is AstroTurf. Yeah, it's Jordan Schachtel. He's, uh, he's got a, a sub stack yeah. you can check out and subscribe to. Uh, and he looked into the background of all of this. Okay, so what he found, remember, this was a group of medical professionals. This was a group of doctors that have just had it. Okay, no, they're academics and left-wing activists that pose as medical professionals, okay? They're the ones that got together. Now, who are they? Well, the vast majority of doctors are not medical doctors. 
They're PhDs. Like Dr. Jill Biden, for example. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. So they're purveyors of misinformation themselves. So if you look at uh, the uh, people that were associated with this and who really are running this group, they're coming from two places. The Rockefeller Foundation, um, and which, by the way, uh, this person was with the COVID-19 uh, tracking project from The Atlantic, which was funded by Mark Zuckerberg and the Rockefeller Foundation and other left-wing institutions. It was largely a data-gathering operation. I don't know if there's necessarily all that much nefarious there, but there was... Uh, you the know, usual suspects. Yeah, sure. Okay. The same group, same circles. All right. So the other person... Uh, Dr. Cat, which is a PhD. She's, and I, by the way, are you going to a Dr. Cat? K A T? Because I'm not going to a Dr. Cat. <laughs> Why? You don't think of someone with a cat as a, as a shortening of her first name? No. It's not, it could be short for Kathy. Uh, well, it, so her you, name you is just, Katrine Wallace. Katr- okay, so for Katrine, you'd go yeah. to a Katrine. You just no, because it sounds too much like Latrine, <laughs> but Kat just like sounds cats. like you're an idiot. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Anyway, that's um that's a major set. That's going to make some news. You're going to okay. get protested for that. So, um, kind of a violation of all journalistic standards, and referring to her as Doctor Catherine Wallace, um, because uh, you know, I mean, that's like that's like you know, looking at a TikTok video and saying it's the Bible. No, it's really not. She holds a PhD. Uh, she's an adjunct assistant professor in Illinois. She has no background in vaccines or relevant fields related to COVID-19. Uh, she also um, has done a lot of work, which is interesting, um, uh, with, a, with another group. And uh, there's one other person, uh, the fellow campaigner, Abby Richards. Uh, she's a misinformation researcher. And she helped organize things. Well, she's actually, uh, when it says a misinformation researcher, she's a consultant with Media Matters. And, uh, and so they're doing research on people like me and making sure that they, mm-hmm. you know, that I'm full of misinformation. Highly credible. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. She's the one that Media Matters uh, launched the campaign with to cancel Tucker Carlson because he's a white supremacist. So, you know, you have you have that. And she does have her master's. I mean, you know, she's not a medical doctor, but she has her master's degree in climate studies. So she's doing she's doing well. So th- this is not a surprise because they are, as we told you, what, two months ago, they are coming after podcasts. That is their angle. They've got to shut down podcasts. Yeah, it's their new thing. Mm-hmm. They, they've gone after Tucker Carlson a lot lately, and they, they this is these organizations exist just to silence voices. As we know, we've been through this a million times. We played for you the ads that they started launching on on the web, where they're like, "Well, uh, did you know that podcasts are blah 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 blah?" And you they saying all these bad things about COVID nineteen that you're not supposed to hear, and and they've been, this they've launched a campaign. And so much of this stuff comes from these organizations. 
you know, it's not the other way around. It's not people are upset about podcasts and therefore these organizations start efforts. It's these organizations start efforts and they launch multi-million dollar campaigns and go to all their friends who are journalists and say, hey, we're about to launch a $10 million campaign against podcasts. You should write about it because then it will look like your story. And so they write about it and they act as if it started in the world of journalism when it doesn't. It doesn't. 99% of this stuff is not like the movies. It's not like, uh, you know, uh, Watergate. It's it's these people who are uh, who are with specific agendas and specifically tied to these events that go to their friend reporters and tip them off so that they can get the credit for these stories later on. And it looks like they've uncovered this big truth when in reality it's been leaked to them by their friends as supported by multi-million dollar donors. This is how this works all the time, all the time. This is almost all the the news you hear works that way. And the reason you know this to be true is uh, how come nobody is up in arms about gas prices. You remember when George Bush, I mean, gas wasn't even like this and it certainly wasn't going up uh, at this rapid pace. And yet nobody's talking about it. No one is talking about gas prices. Mm. And what is the president doing? If it was doing this under Donald Trump, you bet they would have the border, but the the border border is, is as bad. It's much worse than it was when it was making news 10 months ago. Much worse. It's much worse. It's much it's more it's worse than anything we've seen before. Yep. And they're doing nothing about it. Why? Because it doesn't fit the agenda of the journalist and all of the journalist friends who work at places like Media Matters. So that's really what's happening. Now, when it comes to Whoopi Goldberg, I can't tell you what's happening. The chief executive of the Anti-Defamation League um was really upset at Whoopi Goldberg for saying the Holocaust was not about race. Okay, she's here's what she said, and absolutely it was about race. Let's be truthful about what the Holocaust. Uh, it's not about race, mm. she said. It's not. A, it's okay. Go ahead, play the clip. Yeah, the Holocaust isn't about race. Hmm. No. no, no, it's well, not about maybe race. It, 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 yeah, no, it it's about a different it, race, but it's it's not about race. It's not about well, race. What is it about? Because you, it's about man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about. But it's about white supremacy. It's well, about but going it's not, after it's not about and, ideal and race. It's and not but these are two Romans. white groups of people. Well, How do we have to black people? Two white white groups and of people. You're missing the point. You're yeah. missing the point. Yeah. The minute you turn it into race, it goes down this alley. Let's talk about it for what it is. It's how people treat each other. Okay. No, uh, Whoopi, it's it's. I mean, that could be part of the conversation, but this was about a a group of people who thought they were superior to other people and they divided them by race. Uh, I mean, you know, one drop of Jewish blood is too Jewish. I mean, did you forget about this and the final solution that they're vermin because they're Jews? I mean, I think that pretty much sounds like race, but... I don't understand how the master race. I mean, they legitimately in their terminology all over the place. Right. I I try. I'm trying to understand how the Anti-Defamation League is upset about this, because doesn't that violate 
their uh, their own definition, their new definition of race. I mean, the yeah. ADL used to have one that said, look, it's when one group of people think they're superior over another and uh, think they're more intelligent than the other, yada, yada, yada. And yeah, they they take it out on different races. Their new definition makes Whoopi's analysis accurate. It does, because it's it can racism can only happen by white people to people of color, according to the ADL's own brand new definition. What Whoopi is saying is right with the new thinking about race. She's not some old timey bigot. She's a new kind of bigot. Yeah, I mean, here it is. This is their new definition as changed from the old school Martin Luther King definition definition racism, the marginalization and or oppression of people of color based on socially constructed racial hierarchy that privileges white people. So only white people can do it. Only white people can be racist, but they can't be racist against other white people. So uh, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, now, maybe it's because she said it's it's about man's inhumanity to man. And so she wasn't specifically saying it was white people's inhumanity. Right. But if if her analysis is it's not racism because it is does not target people of color. That is consistent with the ADL's own definition of racism. If she, if, if you go by what the ADL says is racist, then of course the Holocaust had no racist vibes to it at all. If he was not oppressing people of color, he was replacing another race. Now he, of course, said that. Well, he a, said he said he did this. also do it to people of color. I know. He so did we, it. that's a whole other part of yep. this. Uh, it's not. It's not their very existence founded. Is this is from mein Kampf, is not their very existence founded on one great lie namely that they are a religious community whereas in reality they are a race i mean this is so i, I think anybody who knows this stuff knows this it's but very I don't very think obvious but, this, but this is a new i'll bet you this is a new point of view for whoopee I think Whoopi is into this new kind of thinking, and the ADL might be parroting that thinking on their website. Maybe. But I, I highly doubt that, what's his name, Goldblatt or whatever, who is, com- in com- I mean, I've seen it firsthand, completely inconsistent on everything, it seems. Uh, I doubt he's actually up on the new kind of racism that his organization is now Pushing. I don't know. He's heading the organization and they changed the definition. Isn't it more possible that Whoopi's just an idiot? I mean, I think. Oh, yeah, that, that, that goes without saying. Okay, of course. I always make sure I understand that. Because, I mean, she, to me, it's likely that she's applying her understanding of race, which is formed around whatever she just read on Twitter Correct. in 2022, which is basically like, oh, well, white people are mean to black people. George Floyd, uh, you know, uh, well, that's what she, woke, woke. This is what she, that's yeah. what, she, I mean, she, and she, so she sees, well, I, that person looks white. That person looks white. It can't be race. That's why she said um, it's not about race. Uh, uh, she said, these, these are two white groups of people. The minute you turn it into race, it goes down this alley. What alley? It was two white people. No, 
it's one that saw differences and claimed that these Jewish people, it is a race, which it is a race, um, that that's a race and that race is subhuman. That's what it is. It didn't have to be white people. It could be black people. It could be anybody. And it was of all these Correct. The Aryans were the master race and everything else was inferior. <laughs> right. That mean, was the whole crazy. point. I just mean, crazy. It was now, obviously he targeted Jews uh, beyond the level of anyone's comprehension. Correct. But he, it was not the only group he targeted. Correct. And now let me also let me just end it with this. Anybody who is crying for her to be uh, taken off the air, stop it. She has a right to say these things. She's stupid. We know it. Look at their ratings. They've got in the demo. They've got like. 40 people that are watching that are under 88 years old, Um, you know, fire her because of the ratings, but you'd have to fire all of them because of that. But not what she says. I stand with Whoopi Goldberg being able to keep her job and not be fired because of an opinion. That's not what we support. And can we at least acknowledge the fact that I was watching these clips yesterday. That show has been on the air for 25 years. Yeah, this is a 25 year show. That is nothing but a collection of the dumbest people you've ever met talking about things they've never thought of before. Yes. That is, I mean, think of just the magic that has to occur to put yep. these dumb people on the air to talk that stupidly about the news every day. Amazing. Well, and she's a despicable human being, and I know because I know her. Anyway, uh, American financing. American financing. Consider what high inflation is doing to the remaining amount that you have after you cash your check, your paycheck, and after they take out all the taxes and everything else. And then you look at inflation. You go to the supermarket. That is the kick in the butt. The credit card debt that you are putting on your credit card now or in the past is hanging over your head like a rain cloud. Do something about it right now. If you haven't done it already, pick up the phone and give American Financing a call. Let their experts give you a free mortgage review and find out if you're if you have any loan options available and get the interest rate down now. Make the call to American Financing. You could skip up to two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck program. I don't want to shake your world here, Glenn, right before the end of the hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, we have a new development in the Spotify Joe Rogan situation. Oh, boy. And this is going to shatter the media industry. Mary Trump <gasps> is Mary. pulling her podcast from Spotify. Not Mary Trump. Mary, the Mary Trump. The, 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 the only the, Trump less known than... Tiffany, Tiffany Trump. Well, much less known than Tiffany. But she says bad things about Trump, which makes her notable to the media. Uh, And apparently she had a podcast. Apparently it was on Spotify. 
Apparently, she's pulling the podcast from Spotify. Mm. What? I mean, they're quaking and they're, they're yeah. shaking now, in their boots. If you can't quake, get the yeah. the podcast of of Mary Mary Mary, Mary L Trump, Trump, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do, America? This is a crisis. Glenn Beck.